We are the visionaries. The rule breakers. The rebels. And then trailblazers. We are the change makers. We want to recognise the traditional peoples of this continent whose land was stolen nearly 250 years ago. We at Young Changemakers Headquarters would like to particularly acknowledge the traditional landowners where we are recording and editing our stories, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and we extend our respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples. The rich storytelling history of the world's oldest living culture is what we proudly pay respect to when we share stories at conversations with changemakers. It is said that the practice of storytelling sustains communities, validates experiences, nurtures relationships, and serves as a form of important cultural continuation for Indigenous peoples. Changemakers and the stories that we share, we too hope relationships are nurtured, experiences validated, and our community sustained. This week on Conversations with Changemakers, we will be wrapping up from our 12-week online Young Changemaker program. Can you believe it? 12 weeks is already done. We've had 60 young people with cerebral palsy sign up to make change build skills and connect with their peers to raise their voice. Now we're looking at where to next and sending our young change makers out to make change. Oh, I can't believe it's time to say goodbye already. In the studio today to support our wrap-up and cheer us into our next phase, we have Ben Tudhope, Australian Paralympic medalist. He is the youngest Australian winter Paralympian. At just 14, he travelled to Sochi in 2014 and was even the flag bearer at the closing ceremony. At his third Winter Games in Beijing in 2022, he was named co-captain of the team. Not just epically talented and super speedy rider on the snow, Ben is a humble human and oozes integrity like a burning marshmallow between two biscuits in a cold winter Europe. Uh, hi, Ben. Welcome to um, Conversations with Changemakers. Hi, thank you, Ellie. What an introduction. I don't think nothing's ever been said about me, but I love it. You've never you've never been told you ooze integrity like a burning marshmallow? <laughs> Not quite the marshmallows, but you know, I'll take it. Love marshmallows. Well, rumor has it your favorite quote is if you want something badly enough, then you adapt no matter how much it hurts physically and emotionally. Mm. Please can you share with us why this speaks to you. Yeah, definitely. That that quote has come with me uh, from when I was a young athlete till now. And I think what's so amazing is that adaptability. And I think that's the main part of that quote, which I take to my snowboarding and everyday life as well. I Adaptability is such a amazing trait that I think everyone should have 
and people with disabilities exert that in everyday life because we have to adapt to different challenges just to make it throughout the day more than everyone else. And so if we can do that, if we can push ourselves to the limit, no matter how much it hurts, both physically and like we said, emotionally, we can get anywhere. Well, you certainly have gotten far with that quote. Um, uh, I'm not one for pain, but uh, I, I think uh, us campaigners push ourselves very far um, emotionally and psychologically to get the change that we want done. Um, our young change makers have been through a heap of skill development and been in an online camp-like environment for the last 12 weeks. As an athlete, I'm sure you learn a heap of theory and skills and attend a lot of training camps that pump you up, that get you ready, you feel like you're in a team environment. What have you found to be the best ways to not kind of immediately burst that bubble when you leave and make sure you take away what you learn and put it into practice? Yeah, absolutely. I, my biggest belief is values. I'm very strict and core to my values and that is located in my self-worth. And my self-worth is very wrapped in my identity of not being just an athlete, just a snowboarder, but being a human being, really, and making sure I can complete what I feel like doing every single day. And so I think that's really important with everyone and whatever you do, to do things by your values and not get caught up in that identity of what you do, what your job is, and who you are as a person. And I, I struggled with that throughout my career when I was a bit younger, around that 18, 19 sort of age, my identity was wrapped up in being a snowboarder. And it was my psychologist at the time and doing some sessions and going through my values, which really portrayed who I was, where I could switch myself worth being wrapped in a, I guess, identity of a snowboarder to a much larger and person living by values. And that made me yeah. so much happier of being when I when I didn't perform or when I didn't have a good training session, I could still take the positive out of it because I knew that every day I was living to my core and living by my values, which really set me up for future success. That is so powerful. Um, I think that's such an incredible way of thinking. Sometimes as campaigners, I know particularly you can get so wrapped up in your campaign and mm. it's a very campaign. I started to feel was NDIS and what happened to the NDIS was on me, um, even though, you know, it's a national scheme and thousands of people are campaigning for it. Um, but if you look at it as a way of uh, you're actually campaigning for your values, that's much more powerful. Can I ask what values you've chosen to to be your identity? What ones you hold closest to you? Yeah, definitely. One of the main ones for me is gratitude. And 
being, uh, I guess, gratitude leads to kindness. And so those gratitude and kindness is something that I try to portray in this world every single day. And that makes me a more happier and giving person. And so when I talk about gratitude, I guess it's being grateful, not just for everything you have and the big stuff in life and the material possessions, which I am grateful for, but it's that small stuff. It's being kind and being grateful to the people around you um, and making sure that you can leave an area, leave the day and know that you have accomplished being kind to other people and being kind to yourself as well. And so those, those two are really instilled in me. I think as an athlete, determination is another really big one. And on that note, curiosity as well. But um, one of the main things that I do is definitely having a positive outlook. And that positive outlook is such a, I think, I think being an athlete is such a competitive advantage as a value on mine because you can create, with a positive outlook, you can turn anything, no matter what is being said, no matter what criticism is said about you or to you, you can turn that and make good out of it. It is so interesting that you've said that because we've just finished a week on leadership and what makes good leaders. And um, the two things that uh, we did a podcast with Kurt Fernley and we did a podcast with Emma Benison. And the number one thing that they said makes a good leader is kindness. Um, And so that's so interesting that that was the first uh, value set set that you brought up but secondly um Emma really talked about the importance of curiosity and curiosity in your fellow human as being Mm. such an important um value for leadership so you know you're a natural born leader but it's so interesting that um you have you and your values have uh, very similar values to the people we chose for our, mm. our leadership week um, without even knowing. So um, we've just been talking about kindness and about curiosity. And so uh, it's it's interesting that those two keep coming up. And mm. it, it's, it's interesting because kindness uh, is a really underrated leadership skill. Yeah. When you think about leaders, you think about authority, you think about... Um, like having command of people Mm. or having confidence uh kindness seems to be underrated uh but have you found in your leadership roles that kindness matters oh absolutely it's one of the values that i guess what i want to be be in myself as a leader want to show others because i feel like if you're kind and you can inspire other people to be with you or to lead, that will that will come off on other people. And so if you're kind, the people around you will be kind as well. And it kind of creates this kindness economy that will flow down to the end person. And so that per, that end person, whatever he or she is or is doing, 
she will feel as equal to the leader or the boss or anyone in charge. And I think that's really important because if you get a team of people that feel equal, then their process of, I guess, being effective and efficient would just increase and increase and increase to get whatever the task is done much more effectively. And that all starts with kindness. It doesn't start with having an ego. It doesn't start with being authoritative. If you can make everyone equal, then that's what lifts everyone's spirits. It's it's so interesting because uh, you're pretty much saying exactly what Kurt Fernley said and uh, two great athletes uh, <laughs> that have led teams uh, to Paralympics but in uh, summer and winter Paralympics, so completely different times of the year. Yeah. Um, and you definitely haven't heard our podcast with Kurt Fernley, so that's really <laughs> interesting that you're saying the same thing. I want you to cast your mind back to your first Paralympics. Yep. You, you were oh. 14. You were just starting out. You, I, incredible that you're that young. Many of our um, change makers are really young and they're just starting out their journey wanting yep. to make change. Um, you know, they're fighting for their rights daily. They're still, you know, in school having to fight ableism and fight people's discrimination and fight bad attitudes what advice would you give them um as they start um about how they might spend the next 30 years raising their voice for change and how they might adapt along the way how your career adapted along the way and how um you know uh, yeah, what would your advice be to someone who's just starting out? Yeah, I am very big on taking every opportunity you can get. And that would literally be my advice. Just take any opportunity and do that with a positive mindset because that will open so many more doors to lead you to wherever you want to go, Where or what you want to become. So me, back when I was an athlete, very young, my first opportunity was a coach telling me at 13 years old that I have an opportunity to go overseas, leave my family, and try qualify for the 2014 Paralympic Games. And that was a dream of mine, but it was also a very harsh reality facing a big wide world at such a young age with only a very small chance of making it to the Games. And that being said, it was quite daunting because it wasn't just leaving my family, it was leaving my school, it was leaving my friends and having this alternative life that had led me from that day to three Paralympics, a Paralympic medal, world champion, and everything else. So I'm very happy that I opened that door myself and took that opportunity to really get to where I want to be. And I, I think you have to be confident enough to know what your differences are and really embrace your differences. But 
the first step, the first step is taking that opportunity, no matter what it is, to lead you down that path. Because once one door opens, another door will open, and then another door will open. And it will lead you to so many places that you may not know actually where it will take you to the end. But at least you're making that progress. Yeah, absolutely. Now, Ben, if you had a magic wand and you could you could make any change in the world happen tomorrow, what would you change? What what would be the one thing that you would change uh tomorrow? Wow, that's a big question. Um, I feel like uh, a lot of us will agree in this podcast, in this room, I would say, but definitely um, getting people with disabilities equal and equal access to absolutely everything and closing that disability gap and ableism because people with disabilities have so many challenges to just make it into the workplace, have so many challenges to make it into the public figure, to make it into sport. And so if we can close that gap, it would be, that's that's my goal, that's my purpose really, and it's my dream to really get people into workplaces, people with disabilities, and then closer to home for me, really um, excel the... I guess, the viewership and the accessibility of the Paralympics to make it equal to the Olympics. Absolutely. As someone who has gone uh, overseas to watch the Paralympics, it was the greatest time of my life getting to spend two weeks watching the Paralympics and uh, it's way more exciting than the Olympics. Um, It's no second place. Let me tell you that. I'm going to have to make it to a winter Paralympics, though. Um, oh, I've never yes, been to a summer be one, though. Yeah, I, I'd absolutely love to. But, Ben, I have to ask you our last question, which yeah. is the same question I ask uh, every single one of uh, our guests on the podcast, which is um, when you need to get pumped up, when you need to get fired up and ready to go, what song do you put on? I, anything by the Food Fighters, absolutely. Oh, Food Fighters. that's amazing. Yeah, you have to give yeah. us a song, though. Oh, okay, so the, pretender. Song? the Pretender. The Pretender, I love it. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God, this playlist is going to be amazing. We'll oh, send it your way yes. for training. Um, It's very different. We've got lots of different um styles of music but it's it's brilliant i I, I want to take a listen to that playlist (laughs) we will send it your way um you can use it in in training next week yes absolutely yeah thank you so much for joining us ben um it's been so fabulous to talk to you um all the best as you travel around the world uh training and uh uh you know, smash it out. You will, as always, but uh, you've got all the change makers behind you. Oh, thank you so much, Ali. It was an honour to be on this podcast.
All right. Uh, thank you, Changemakers. Uh, this is the second last episode of uh, Conversations with Changemakers. Uh, and uh, we'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.